0: Hey everyone, this is Gaines and bringing you another episode of WOW TV. Today is October 21st, 2018, and we'll be looking at Schmexen running 3K MMR Turbo Cleave with a Weaver Monk. Enjoy. Hey everyone, Gaines here. So today we're going to be looking at a focused episode uh, primarily on Schmexen's 3K Turbo Cleave running with Colo and Inviable Wrecked as Enhance. Now, the first game they queued into a, a Warrior Mage Resto Shaman at 3K MMR, and uh, this game was interesting because you kind of see the drawbacks to playing against a Frost Mage when you're playing double melee. Um, what Schmexen pointed out in the game was that it's just really hard to deal with the Frost Mage's utility and being able to stop melee from getting to a target, whether that be to the healer or to their uh, to their mage or warrior in that matter. Then they queued up against Sidu on Resto Shaman, and Sidu is playing his double Demon Hunter um, setup with Mez and Nevercrit, which I believe is actually Sam I Am on his uh, DH. And in this game, they all focused on Nevercrit, whos who is Sam I Am, um, while keeping Sidu in a Stormbolt after Sidu had trinketed and they were able to just global the DA the demon hunter so C-Do, even before he was able to trinket um, he the DH was globaled and he was trying to get a spirit link and it just didn't work out um, so just seeing another example of Turbo Cleves just crazy burst uh, when they're trying to go for a kill in the next game they queued against Rhett, survival hunter and disc at about and that Rhett, survival disc hunter disc was at about 2800 MMR. Um, and basically the entire game they were just tunneling discs. And uh, that's essentially what they were doing the entire queue session, was that th- they're pretty confident in their ability to just get a kill on the disc, because uh, disc really struggles to uh, catch up when it's being put behind through just the insane output by Enhance and Warrior. Uh, Schmexen had a really nice leap out of LOS, and he was able to avoid a lot of the burst of the survival hunter and ret. And on top of that, he was playing Fury, and so what you what you see throughout this queue session is how good Fury can be for just surviving against burst. There's just so much self healing and so much mitigation of damage that it really works out. And uh, after they recovered from the from LOSing the burst, they just went back in again, tunneling the priest, and eventually landed a kill. Interesting point of the point of note for those who know Starship X, who's been a time PvP here in the community, he actually uh, schmex actually mentioned that he now works for Blizzard, so that's probably why we don't see him around the scene as much in any case moving on to the next game uh, they queued into a mirror match against another turbo cleave except this time the enemy team had an arms warrior instead of the fury warrior that schmexen was was running as at the beginning of the game schmexen mentioned b- before the even before the game even started that fury counters arms in that matchup he didn't elaborate as to why but my suspicion is that fury just has more survivability against arms uh, arms ver- slash enhance uh, kill attempts. So while the arms and enhance can try to go for the kill, and the fury can survive it, the arms when when they're going for a kill against the arms or the enhance, the the arms warrior just simply doesn't have enough uh, survivability in that in that matchup. And it wasn't long before Schmeckstein and his team was able to ki- uh, lock down the Misweaver and set up a kill on the enhance. So usually with a storm bolt, and then with a burst on the enhance through in um, through. Uh, Incarn for for enhance. I'm blanking on the actual name of it, uh, but oh, ascendance, ascendance for the enhance, um, which is the equivalent of Incarn for a uh, boomy. Uh, point of note here, Shmexen also mentioned that Tosan, who has been a longtime streamer as well on both Hunter and Rogue, uh, had enlisted in the army or the the military, and so that's probably why we haven't seen him that much on the scene as well. Uh, the next game. Uh, Schmexen and his TurboCleave queued into Patches and Nick Rex uh, on, as an RMP. Um, they mentioned at the end of the game that uh, this could have been a carry, uh, which was interesting to see a, a 3,000 you know MMR-rated MMR rated, uh, team admit that they may have lost to a, a carry, um, and also just shows the power of RMP at the moment. Um, it seems as though after uh, the Missweaver uses his bubble, uh, they just can't deal with the output of Rogan Mage. And um, they did mention that uh, Shmexen and the Enhance needed to pillar more against that team to avoid the mage damage, and I think that's right. I mean, when you when you are dealing with Rogue Mage, if the Mage can free cast you as an open uh, in the open as a target, it's really hard to mitigate all of the output, especially when they could just spam sheep on your healer. Schmexen also mentioned that Frost Mage has again a lot of tools in their toolkit to be able to deal with melee, which is why we see a lot of the, in a lot of these encounters it's just hard for a Warrior and Enhance to land on a target. The next game, and probably the most interesting game of the entire Q session, was um, when they faced Starfall Regents and Ricochet uh, on their DH Boomy misweaver Weaver comp. Uh, the reason why I think this is the most interesting game is that we saw the power of stacking the Innervate trait, um, and I believe oh, I'm, I'm blanking on the name, but uh, it's it's a popular inner uh, a popular trait right now for Boomies to run. Um, and essentially what it does is it gives about 100 to 120 intellect per spell casted by the target of someone who received innervate. And then after it expires, that 100 to 120 intellect per spell casted is applied to the boomy. So in essence, the boomy can can apply innervate to the misweaver. The misweaver will probably get about 10 casts if the innervate isn't dispelled, and if they get 10 casts off and the boomy is stacking three um, pieces with that trait— that Boomy's gonna get about 3,000 3, to 3,600 intellect, which is insane out of a, just a trait. And so it's essentially, tre- you can treat it as a second burst for the Boomy. So the Boomy bur- can use Incarn plus their on use trinket as their first burst, and then they can use this Innervate trait um, uh, ability as their second burst. And it's really, really easy for the Boomy and the DH to eventually just go into dampening and oom um, the healer on the other side. In the end, though, both monks went oom. Um, it was super close, and it just happened to be that the Boomy incarn came back up, and the Missweaver, Kolo, just couldn't heal through the output. In the next game, they tried a new strat, because uh, they were rematching this Boomy, DH, and Missweaver, and the Enhance ran at the, and, and the, both Schmexen and um, the Enhance uh, ran at the Missweaver the entire game, the enemy Missweaver, and when they finally got there, they almost globaled him. However, the game didn't work out for them because it was a struggle all game for the enhance to reach the mistweaver, and even though they only it only took one for them to try and global, um, they didn't get another opportunity because the enhance just kept getting peeled by the boomy, and so schmecks eventually Schmex eventually got uh, killed in in a burst by the boomy and the dh, and they lost. Um, interestingly enough, after the game. Uh, Schmexen said that the new strat would be to try and split DPS, with Sh- uh, Schmexen running at the Misweaver and the Enhance and uh, Kolo trying to kill the Boomy. Um, I would personally be interested as to how that strat would work out, both as a Boomy as- and as somebody who has seen them lose the first two games trying two different strategies and seeing how this third strategy would have worked out. Unfortunately, they didn't rematch them for a second time, so we didn't get to see that game. In the next game, they queued against Sidu again, except this time Sidu, Samayam, and Mez were running, uh, were running their own Turbo Cleave with Sidu on Resto Shaman instead of against the Misweaver of Kolo. Uh, what we found in this game was that uh, was simply got outplayed and got caught in a stun behind the pillar. Uh, with Kolo lagging as well, it was really difficult to reach uh, Shmexin before he died, and they had eventually lost the game. I actually, I take that back, I don't know if it was Colo or if it was the Enhance that was lagging, but one of them was lagging, and when you're basically playing two versus three against the best uh, Turboclave in the world, and the one that's going to BlizzCon and and arguably has a huge, really good shot at winning it, you're really not in a good place and you're probably going to lose that game. In the next game we saw Thugonomics facing off against them, running Mage Lock Holy Paladin, with envious on Holy Paladin, thugonomics on Destralok, and Raza on Firemage. The game was going really well initially for the Misweaver, TurboCleave, and Schmexen, um, with lots of pressure on the lock, along with well-timed um, uh, LOSing and avoiding the burst of MLS, which is incredibly dangerous, and something, honestly, that's been uh, really popular now is just seeing people running this comp and just globaling uh, other teams. Um, however, at one point there was a miscommunication where the Enhance and Schmexen went behind the pillar, and Kolo as the misweaver was in the middle of the map, and so the MLS nuked him and not only uh, went through Bubble, but almost killed him after Bubble as well, which is very rare to see, something you see a lot maybe in RBGs where there's you know se- six or seven DPS on one target, and they can quickly go through the Monk's Bubble. But it's crazy to see just a lock, a Destro Lock and a Fire Mage be able to go through a bubble in what was probably two or three seconds. And so because of this, the MLS was so far ahead and Schmexen was so far behind that they eventually got a kill on the Enhance because of all the CDs and mana that uh, Kolo had to use on himself. And then the next game and the last game that we looked at for this episode was a pretty easy game against Jungle Cleave where they were able to just nuke the disc. Again, they were having so much, um, uh, so much good fortune, and, or not good fortune, but good results just tunneling discs and being able to win just about every matchup that they played against a disc because discs really struggle to catch up after they fall behind. Also, I'll be putting in the description a uh, twenty eight hundred uh, demon hunter that's running RBGs. Uh, I've seen this team stream a lot more. They've also got a disc priest that streams uh, with the um, username lit, and uh, the 2 name is lit. And uh, I think it's cool to get a lot more rated battlegrounds, um, you know, uh, footage and just seeing it at the very highest levels and seeing instead of seeing you know a three K team or a thirty one hundred team with ABN um, who's Arguably, ABN's team is one of the best in the world. They very rarely lose. Um, just seeing very high-level teams go up against the best in the world instead of you know ABN queuing against some 2,200 to 2,500 team that really has no chance um, can be really interesting. So I'll put those in the description as well as a link to Schmexen's stream in the description as well. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Cheers.